Welcome to Spark Joy, the podcast dedicated to celebrating the KonMari method and the transformative power of surrounding yourself with joy and letting go of all the rest. With your hosts and certified KonMari consultants, Kristen Ivey and Karen Sochi. And now, here's the show. Welcome to the 2018 Spark Joy Highlights Show. We're very grateful for our dedicated listeners and those who joined in on the Spark Joy movement this year, or even as recent as last week. We hit some huge milestones. All in all, we have released 64 episodes, interviewed 49 guests, and covered all five of the signature Kamari clutter categories. And after surpassing 250,000 downloads this year, we're very close to hitting 500,000. We loved all of your feedback received via social media and email. You're doing some amazing things. Some of you told us that you listen to us while commaring your own homes, while commuting, or just getting some tips from our guests on living your best life. And please keep those questions coming. We use them to help us plan which guests to invite on our show and topics to explore. We love helping you make KonMari work for you by applying the method and fundamentals to your very specific clutter challenges. Before we jump into some of our favorite episodes of 2018, you know what's coming. It's time for a joy tick, year in style. Karen, the big question is, what sparked the most joy for you in 2018? It was really hard to think about one thing in particular. So I thought of a couple of things in general. The first one is that I feel as though simplifying my life has made, given me the ability to focus on things that are really important. And it turned out that this year it was really important to have that time because my family did face a couple of health issues. My mother had a mild stroke. Thank God she recovered from almost completely fully and is doing great. My husband tore a tendon in his bicep and he's right now in a sling. And I have had migraine headaches for probably the last 10 years of my life. I'd wake up with them every day. This year has really brought home to me the miracle of modern medicine. First of all, my mom's recovery was totally due to great work by her doctors and the hospitals and our ability to actually address these kinds of traumatic events really quickly. My husband has had surgery and back in the past, maybe not even that many years ago, what happened to him would probably have kept him from being able to fully use his arm for the rest of his life. But the surgery has made it so that once he's recovered, which will take a little while, he should be back to full capacity. And for me, this year, uh, some new medications were released into the world that have essentially eradicated my migraines, which has just been amazing. I had, you know, learned to live with them and work around them for all this time, but it was not easy. Now, of course, in hindsight, I realize how challenging it really was, but I'm just so grateful for the ability to access some of the wonderful things that are happening in our world instead of sometimes we tend to focus on things that are, are not so great going on. So I guess those are the things that I feel really grateful about. What about you, Kristen? Well, it's very hard to look back at the year and figure out one thing that sparked the most joy. So I selected the one thing that not only sparked joy, but also had the biggest impact on my year. So that would be letting go of my W-2, 9 to 5 corporate life that I have had since I think I was at year 14 when I let that career go. And it was not easy. It was not an easy decision. It was definitely an uncomfortable one, but it was one of those things 
that we always talk about where you have to get uncomfortable to grow, to open yourselves for new opportunities. So I actually changed my entire mindset on what I view as security when it comes to finances and jobs and a success and, and all of those things. And I have now been able to execute my passion full time, which is something I've never been able to do. I felt I was, was always dividing my time in between two interests or a job and a second interest. So it's been really fun just taking the last, you know, five, six months or so and really just focusing in on tidying, which I love. And a really intangible impact I just didn't expect at all was that I ended up losing weight during this process. I wasn't really putting a lot of attention on uh, losing weight, but something about the release of that job helped me get over some mental barriers around that area of my health. So there's definitely some other factors there, but I feel like the timing was just too exact to not reference. So yeah, definitely had a great impact on not only my day to day, but also just my mind. And it's allowed me to be really mindful as well, moving forward with my money and with my time and with my energy. So it's just been really great to just shift those priorities around and yeah, that has to be the one because that's something I've been trying to do for quite some time, uh, well before Kanmari even existed. And so now I actually have a job that I love. So that's the thing that sparked the most joy this year. Well, we definitely have a lot to be grateful for. And so it's super great that we can reflect upon those things at the year's end. Now that we've reflected on this year's joyful moments, it's time for a year end of year. We have a lot to cover today. We're going to start by highlighting our favorite shows and takeaways from this season of Spark Joy which is becoming our annual tradition. Then we're going to give you a sneak preview of what we have in store for you next year. And then finally, we'll announce the five listeners who've won a signed copy of Marie Kondo's book, Spark Joy, an illustrated masterclass on the art of organizing and tidying up. Starting with our episode highlights, this part is really difficult because we've enjoyed all of our guests and all of our shows, and we've gotten lots of great feedback on so many episodes. So it was really hard to just choose uh, a handful for us to share and highlight today. We're not only talking about episodes that we loved, we decided to select episodes that sparked joy and also had a significant impact on our lives. First up is our guest, Courtney Carver of Be More With Less and Project 333. You may know Courtney from the documentary Minimalism, a documentary about important things on Netflix, where she began to take control of her life, specifically her health, by significantly reducing the number of items in her closet. Here's Courtney in SparkJoy episode 39. Yeah, and it's just interesting to really notice what you are actually wearing, not what you want to wear, not what you think you'd like to wear, but what you are actually wearing. Now, you and I don't know each other. I don't know what you wear on a day-to-day basis, but I would almost bet money on the fact that if you and I spent 30 days together, you would still only be wearing uh, definitely less than half of the clothes in your closet, probably way less than that. I think there are a lot of people that are already practicing Project 333 without even knowing it. The only difference is they have to sort through all of their other options before they get to those same items that they're going to wear anyway. What I love about Courtney's thoughts on minimalism and the amount and number of clothing that we keep around us is that it really helped me get clear about the difference between minimalism and Kanmari. As we know, 
minimalism is all about letting things go, minimizing, putting a lot of emphasis on what's leaving, where Kunmari is all about what's staying, what sparks joy, shifting our attention to what we're keeping. And I would say I definitely fit into the Kunmari box more than the minimalism box. That did not prevent me from wanting to learn more about minimalism because I learned things from every philosophy, whether I follow it to a T or not. And we've had many guests on our show this year that have touched on minimalism, and I still was not convinced it would work for me. So when Courtney made that statement that you may already be a minimalist and you just don't even know it, I really thought about the clothes that I wear in 30 days. And she was right. There are some go-tos that I definitely grab more frequently than others. So I tried this out in my own space. I tried to get a little bit more minimalism or lean in that direction a little bit more. And I realized that I have what I need. I love what I have. Nothing is causing me decision fatigue. Uh, I have the right amount of things and they're all honored and stored well. So it was great to come to that conclusion and really understand what the mindset is around both methods. So I learned a lot from Courtney and her story. It was a great episode. Really enjoyed listening to her as well. And next up is episode 49 with Sarah Karakayan. This one was called Nailing DIY with the Nesters. Sarah was a delight to have on the show. We were so lucky to have her on. She's a powerhouse of enthusiasm and energy, and we loved learning more about her business that she shares with her husband. They renovate and organize homes under the name The Nesters. They've been featured on some of our favorite home shows, and I loved hearing about how they navigate working together as a couple under sometimes really stressful conditions. Here's Sarah in SparkJoy episode number 47. It's not really enough to want to get organized because your mother wants you to get organized or your spouse does, or yes, it might bring you anxiety and, and stress when you come home. But for me, before I start working with a client, I need to know what their why is. Why do you want to get organized? Because if that why isn't strong enough, I often find that clients experience burnout quickly. They get disinterested very quickly. They may not have me back, not because of my lack of of skills or drive or entertainment like we just talked about, but because they're just kind of over it. I think it's because their why wasn't big enough. And when you really ask yourself why you're calling me, why you want to get organized, that can really help drive you through the work that it takes to become organized and then to stay organized. Because as we all know, once you're organized, it's not set it and forget it. You've got to keep maintaining it and, and making sure those systems remain in place or tweaking them as your life changes. And so I think once clients really understand that and they have a why, maybe it's to afford themselves more time with their children. I often have my clients write their why down on a piece of paper and hang it somewhere where they'll see it until our work together is either done for good or done for the time being. And that kind of helps them get through it. But for me, the client having a good why is is really crucial. I really loved hearing Sarah talk about the why of getting organized. I think it's such an important question, and I definitely ask my clients this as we begin our work together, because I think identifying the why is one of those things that that not only will give you your initial motivation for going through this process, because otherwise, why would you do this unless you had a really specific goal in mind? It also helps when the going gets tough to remember exactly why you started the process. And although, you know, usually I use this as part of my work in organizing, it's really true of a whole lot of goals and projects or things that you're working toward. 
Asking the why, I think, is super important. And I really loved hearing about it from Sarah. If we have any listeners out there who are just getting started with their tiding event, or maybe even halfway through or all the way through with their tiding event, it's really good to connect with that why in the form of shaping your vision of your ideal lifestyle and living environment. And we have a great episode to help you with that. Episode five, definitely head over there if you're still struggling within the context of tidying your home with nailing down your personal why. The next up is Jessica Butts, who was with us for episode number 48, Living Life in the Front Seat. I met Jessica at the annual NAPO convention last year in Chicago. Now, NAPO is the National Association of Professional Organizers, and it was really great to meet other organizers who were doing the same type of work, but maybe with different philosophies. Jessica just blew me away with her style and her very straightforward approach to looking at some of the things that hold us back, some of the internal dialogues and some of the whys about our personality types and how we can work to overcome the ones that are not uh, are not contributing to our goals and to work with the ones that are. Here she is in SparkJoy episode number 48. One of my favorite tools of all time are 90-day goals, 90-day sheets, mm-hmm. um, making sure that you are focused 90 days out and nothing else gets done until those things are done. Mine sit right behind my computer. I'm staring at them right now. I look at them 50 times a day and it reminds me, right, nothing else until those get done around systems, uh, core values and uh, CEO mentality and having CEO meetings with yourself email lists and using time trade and using technology effectively so that you're not wasting time, you know, having CRM systems built in your business and then singular focus around your business, having a point of view, understanding what it means to compartmentalize your time, having a niche, who are your ideal clients. And so I think the two that I would highlight the most, they're my personal tips I would say the first one is compartmentalization. That concept literally changed my life as a busy entrepreneur is that I need to just get through one thing at Mm -hmm. a time. Mm -hmm. I only actually need to focus on three things in 90 days. I mean, I think it's a game changer for people. Hands down, the idea of singular focus has had the biggest impact on my life and even just my last 90 days here. It's amazing. It's similar to Kanmari where it's a simple idea, but it's not easy to execute, but the long-term impact is remarkable. So I was introduced to how this idea would impact my business after meeting Jessica through the podcast interview, hired her to become my official business coach. And I applied her 90-day goal-setting strategy And I would say I, in the past, have been super ambitious with the goals that I want to set for my personal life or for my job or for something to do with school at times and different seasons of my life. So I would have a lot of goals, no problem planning. (laughs) That's definitely something that sparks joy. But in terms of actually falling through from start to finish on something, I would definitely have trouble with that because I would bite off more than I could chew. So I applied this idea of just zeroing in on three goals over 90 days. And this year they were all 
business goals next year, I definitely plan on doing one health goal or one personal goal and then two business goals. And I was able to achieve all three. I was able to completely revamp For the Love of Tidy, my business's website. I was able to produce a book that I'd been working on for two years and actually get it to print the Tidy Home Joy Journal. And the last goal I had was to institutionalize my Kanmari 101 Tidy Your Home, Change Your Life talk that I've been sharing across 35 libraries in Chicago. So I was able to complete all three from start to finish. They were all big, hairy, audacious goals. It was a lot of work, but I was able to get it done. And now I have tons of motivation for next year where I can rethink the next 90 days. Yeah, I would say that if you've never heard Jessica before, definitely this podcast is great to listen to from beginning to end. But also check her out on Facebook because she is really just dynamic and she's just so inspiring and it's really fun to listen to her. So highly recommend. And Jessica is also creating her own podcast. So when that is released, we'll definitely let our listeners know. Finally, we come to episode number 59 with Christy Meyer. This one was called Help for the Chronically Disorganized. This was a favorite for both of us. Christy is a certified KonMari consultant and one of our colleagues. But in addition to her KonMari work, she also has been working with the chronically disorganized for many years. Here's Christy in Spark Joy episode number 59. Conventional organization, it puts an emotional distance on purpose in between the person and their clutter. And we see that people that are chronically disorganized tend to have a very personal relationship with their belongings and Mm -hmm. sometimes even giving kind of lifelike qualities to their belongings. And so what I do and what I suggest people do is just don't ignore that, go with it. And over-personalizing is actually exaggerating the feelings that people have with their stuff. And I have a really good example that um, I love to share. One of the first times I tried to use over-personalization, I was working on the book category. And what I had the person do, because when they first looked at their books, they were like, I absolutely love books. There is no way I'm getting rid of these. As a matter of fact, we might as well just move on. And I said, okay, well, you know, let's just try it. What I did, um, which is actually a method that was used by Judith Kohlberg, I asked her and without defining it, I just said, okay, we gathered all your books together. I would like you to go to your books right now. And I would like you to pick out the books that you consider your friends. Of course, I get a really quizzical look and I'm like, you know, just whatever you consider a friend, everyone defines it differently. Just go pick out your friends. And she immediately went and started picking out her friends, big smile on her face. And she announced to me, okay, yeah, these are my friends. And I was like, okay, that's great. Now I'd like you to go ahead and pick out the strangers. And by that point, she realized, okay, she's not going to define it for me. So she just Mm -hmm. starts going through and she starts setting aside a big pile. And she said, okay, these are the strangers. And then we're left, of course, with a pile of books. And I said, okay, now these books that you have, they're not your friends and they're not strangers. So we could consider those acquaintances. So these are the books like people who kind of come in and out of your life. They had some kind of effect on you, but their purpose has been served. So when you're left with the books that are only your acquaintances, then they've already served their purpose. It's okay to let go of them. I use Christie's tip regarding identifying the clothes that spark joy by calling them your best friends. 
with my clients who have high volumes of certain items and are having trouble discerning joy. It's just such a great spin on the whole idea of keeping only those things that spark joy for you. So I really appreciated that as well. Now that we shared a few highlights, let's talk about what's coming up next year. We've already started to plan and prepare the next season of Spark Joy, but it's also time for us to take a quick holiday break. We're looking forward to beginning the new year refreshed and recharged. So this will be our last official episode of 2018 before we return in January. But no worries, we've got you covered. We'll be releasing encores of our most popular episodes each Tuesday in December as you spend time with your family and rest up for the next year. And now what you've all been waiting for. It's time to announce the winners of our very first ever Spark Joy giveaway. Each listener will receive a copy of Spark Joy, an illustrated masterclass on the art of organizing tidying up, signed by Marie Kondo herself. All right, let's do this. Our first winner is Tammy, and her screen name is T underscore Steinbeck. And she said, what a great supplement this podcast is to Kamari Books. I spent time over the summer going through the Kamari process and was feeling great, but I needed to revisit some things. Congratulations, Tammy, and good luck tackling the books category. That's a tough one for most. I'm glad you found the show helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Next, we have Dustin, and his screen name is Dustin Cheryl. And Dustin mentioned that he loves listening to the show while he's going through his Kamari process. And he says, keep calm and Kanmari on. I thought that was really cute. I love that. Next is Elizabeth and her screen name is Elizabeth Swim. She's heard every episode of Spark Joy podcast and her life is completely different. She says she's had a better sense of what she needs in her life and what is no longer supporting her values and vision for the future. Wow, that just sums it up right there, Elizabeth. Glad you're more connected to your best life. Next winner is Monica, and her screen name is MoneyRoo123. She mentioned if Kunmari was a religion, SparkJoy podcast would be my morning prayer. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> she said, uh, wake up and be awesome. Every episode is pure gold. The inspiration I need not only to keep my tidying festival going, but to know I can do something towards my vision. Be better every day. That sums it up perfectly. Be better every day. Next winner is Lynn, and her screen name is Hope Filled. She said, if SparkJoy can do what we did and are still doing, I can do my thing. So he gave her a little bit of motivation there. So glad she's headed down Kanmari Road. Thank you to all of our winners for leading with gratitude and appreciation by leaving reviews on iTunes and helping us reach more ears and minds. Thank you for your support and helping us remain a five-star rated show. Each one of our winners will be receiving a signed copy of Marie Kondo's Spark Joy, an illustrated masterclass on the art of organizing and tidying up with our compliments. We hope you love it. Running this contest has been lots of fun and we will definitely hold more contests in the future. We also want to let you in on a little surprise for next year. We are launching a membership community for the Spark Joy podcast listeners. This will be a way for our listeners to more directly support the show, as well as gain access to some amazing premium features. There will be tiers of support that will allow you to become even more involved in our community with exclusive access to the information you need to complete your tidying event once and for all. 
We look forward to announcing the full program at the very top of the new year. Exciting times as we let go of 2018 with gratitude and open ourselves up to new opportunities in our Kanmari practice and podcast in the new year. The good news is this is only the beginning. So we've got an amazing lineup for 2019, more guests that exude joy and embody the Kanmari lifestyle, and we'll share them with you each and every Tuesday. So now we want to hear from you. Tell us your burning, tidying questions or share stories about how Kanmari has impacted your life. You can find us at sparkjoypodcast.com and click Ask Spark Joy to leave a question or comment for a chance to be featured on next week's show. You can also join the discussion on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at the handle at sparkjoypodcast. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope your day sparks joy. Thank you for listening to Spark Joy with your host, Kristen Ivey of For the Love of Tidy in Chicago and Karen Sochi of The Serene Home in New York City. Spark Joy, the podcast is not endorsed by or affiliated with Conmari Media Incorporated. The opinions expressed on this episode represent the views of the co-hosts and guests alone and do not represent the corporate position of Conmari Media Incorporated or the Conmari Consultant Community.